You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. It's five o'clock in the morning. You've just pissed on a dumpster. It's Miller time. Oh, he got hit! Look at the finish The return to glory. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. Let's go! Super Bowl! Yeah, we're here, folks. It's the final game in the 2022-2023 football season. There will be laughing. There will be crying. But we finally made it. And we're excited. This be, is going to be a lot of fun. There will be Kelsey's. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's for sure. We'll get into that uh, as we talk more about our uh, breakdown of the game and of the random and obscure prop bets that you could find yourself gambling your hard-earned money on. Yep. Yep. Um, we'll Yeah, we'll save it. So, uh, well, I guess what's up? Well, honestly, this week we haven't talked a ton. We've both been freaking getting our ass beat by the man. So, uh, what's new, I guess? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's uh, I, whatever Dak had last week, he gave me this week. Not, not, not as bad, but um no just uh getting ready we are closing in on the 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 home stretch here in kansas ready to head out to uh better and brighter places uh with more golf so we're excited about that piece although i have gotten out out and i golfed two weeks in a row so that was pretty good i think i've golfed twice last year so shame on me and and uh, credit to you, I guess. How like are the courses decent there? Because I just assume Kansas is like no shit. Dorothy and Toto like just flat as hell. Everything's dead. And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, so there is definitely a large portion of the state that is that. But where we are, it's actually got a lot of hills um, and a lot of um, slope. So uh, the course on post is not great but it's not terrible like i've definitely played at a lot worse places right now they're they're getting an attack of the migrating geese which are just like jacking oh. the course up there's two million there's geese all over the place goose turds everywhere trying to like yep put around that yeah i remember that hmm. but no uh, it's 20- it's actually a pretty good course it's 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 a shorter course i think Every time I play there, I think I should have scored a lot uh, lower. But yeah, it's it's a fun course. No, speaking of that, that's that was that was good. Uh, you mentioned that. Did you see uh, Tigers creating a new course, and it's going to be over eight thousand yards long? Yeah, I was. I I did see that. I wanted to see what the par was going to be. Um, if it was going to play like a standard seventy-two straight up 65 <laughs> only for Bryson DeChambeau right so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure it will be probably a 72. Like that's just the the way of the world with, you know, better training, better nutrition, better education, better technology. I mean, dudes are going to be yanking it 450 soon. Like it's bananas. Yeah, we should, probably should have listed Bryson DeChambeau on last week's episode of Most Hated Easy, Sports easily. Athletes. Yep. yep. Didn't think about that. Well, uh, we didn't mention Bryson, but we did mention LeBron, your pick last week. And um, you can rain all the hate down upon him that you want, but he has a new record. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that was under a rock or in a third world country for the last uh, last couple of days, obviously he, he breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's points scored record on the list. And I looked at some of his stats and I thought you'd be uh I thought you'd be interested. There's some some definitely interesting things about this. So he scores this in 150 games less than uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar did. Uh interestingly, I'll give you a guess on how many three points Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar made in his career. No idea. Um, one third okay he made one shot it 18 times made one and he scored he scored thirty eight thousand points that's crazy the big man central right there yeah no kidding paint that's cool um yeah there's there's some other you're just looking through these things a lot of people have you know to his credit a lot of people have really Dug on LeBron for not being a team player, not being a good defender, but you know he has his rebounds and assists are all better than Michael Jordan, all better than uh, you know Kobe was back in his prime. Uh, he's got you know more steals or not? He doesn't have more steals than Michael Jordan, but he's he's pretty close or within a couple hundred actually. So. You know, he is uh, obviously not the necessarily the hardest worker all the time on the court, but he's he's gotten up there and uh, his his stats do speak credit to him as being a great player, albeit Michael Jordan played 400 less games than LeBron has. Which is crazy to me. I would not have thought that. And like, I you know, we were we were kids when when Michael was playing. I remember watching it and all, but it wasn't like watching LeBron for us or watching Kobe, right? I would have I would have just guessed that MJ played a lot longer. Right. But it's great. Like credit to credit to LeBron. Pause. Credit to LeBron for breaking that record. That's an incredible feat. Yeah. Good for him. There's something about his persona or him himself that I just don't love. But no one, I don't think anyone can deny his athleticism and talent, period. Uh, credit to him, though, for being able to play as long as he has. Yes, agreed. You know, you think you think about, well, I had this conversation earlier. It's like you think about like a soldier or something that's 20 years in the military. And when they retired, dude, we're, I mean, we're all broken to hell. Yeah. And uh, for, for these guys to be able to play 20 years and practice every day, they have, you know, the games are increasing, uh, the physical demands, the jumping, the knees, the ankles, the back, everything, like credit, props. 
uh, you know, it helps when you have, uh, you know, million dollar staff and uh, multi-million dollar staff, you know, crazy paid physicians and equipment sure. and rooms and all that. And so like, obviously acknowledge that, but still like to be able to, to be able to go out and do that every day, mad props. So good, good for LeBron. Uh, right after you shit on him last week, he goes and breaks the all-time points record. So that's a very Dak and Dave moment. They gave, you know, we gave him the motivation he needed to go and achieve that. And we are happy to have helped him along that journey uh, here at Drink and Think. I, uh, for my parting thoughts, uh, Dirk Nowitzki still has a better three-point uh, percentage than LeBron. So, Which is best, also absolutely crazy. Big man shooter ever. We're gonna we 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 need to move on from this or this show will be Dave talks about Dirk and uh, you'll be here three hours. So, uh, I I mean, how, okay, I, I do have a question. I want to get into it. How tall is Dirk? He is, uh, I believe, he's listed as six uh, eleven, but he's okay. actually seven foot, or he's seven foot one, but listed as six eleven. Why would they do that? That's stupid. Um, okay. Name some is, big men. Sh- he's ahead. seven foot. Seven foot okay. is seven what footer. the Google machine said. Uh, okay. All right. How tall is KD? 6'10? He is 6'10. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't know what classifies as a big man. I don't know. I, you know, probably somewhere around the seven foot mark. But if we had to classify, KD is a, a big man. He might be a better shooter than Dirk. Uh, that's crazy, though, his percentage that, that Dirk shot from the three. Where do they sit on uh, points list overall? So Dirk is number six. He shot 47% from the floor, 38% from three-point land. Jeez. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant is number 14. He shoots at 49%, almost 50% from the floor, and 38% from the three-point land. Well, maybe it just goes to show my basketball ignorance. I would have not thought neither of those dudes would be as high as they are. Uh, Credit to Dirk for being number six all-time point scorer. Crazy. I mean, he's the man, but I didn't realize he's like, you know, number six in the man. And then yeah. um, I would have I would have bet the house that Kevin Durant was in not in the top twenty point scoring just because I mean he's I, to me hasn't been around long enough you know I, that's just crazy fourteen that's freaking what yeah he's only played also only he's played less than a thousand games so to give put that into perspective LeBron just broke the record playing fourteen hundred games. I guess I guess KD's been around longer than my my brain. I mean, I I watched him. I guess that means I'm getting old. We're getting old because I do remember watching him play in college at Texas. When did he uh, enter the league? Out of curiosity, and then we'll we'll move on because this is uh, just like I don't two thousand seven questions. Two thousand seven. Okay, yeah. So I'm just uh, once again, old Dak is lost in the years here. So. He's one year older than us. Dang. You know what's going to make you really old, feel really old, is if we ran down the list of the players playing in the Super Bowl and how many of them are younger than us. 90%. Probably. To be clear, 
for our uh our listeners here we're both yeah we're both 33 now so well uh if you want to i will give you uh a layup as it were uh uh-huh. to talk about are your arkansas razorbacks basketball team which is somewhat underperformed this year but has still okay. put out some some good numbers yep i uh i'm rocking i'm rocking the swag tonight in honor of last night's uh freaking raffle stomping so uh i concede your point we have lost some games we should not have lost we we had a, a stretch there it was pretty bad uh we got i think seven losses uh yes. we'll squeeze into the tournament i think um right now predicted like you know last four in or whatever so we'll we'll be fine we're on the up um uh, but it's always a good day to beat the brakes off of calipari and those scumbag kentucky wildcats because you know his his mind probably wasn't in the game because he was thinking about which prison he was going to go to to recruit next uh but it was it was a hell of a game it was tight hogs were up at the half um anthony black is just a monster dude with the big fro like i don't know how he sees to shoot the ball but he does and he's a stud so watch out for those razorbacks they're going to go deep into the tournament back to back elite eight back to back elite eight you hold your whore tongue oh and yes here coming up soon we're going to play the old aggies and we're going to beat yeah. the brakes off of y'all so uh remind our listeners where Texas A&M is in relation to the SEC in men's basketball. They're number two in the conference. All right. So Alabama being 10 and 0, A&M being nine and two. So. Yeah. We weren't supposed to have a good team. Turns out we have a pretty okay team. All of, uh, all of your, all of your dudes hit the transfer portal, but went to the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, but whatever works, whatever yeah. works. So uh, SEC, SEC is like playing basketball now. And it's like, you know, the ACC is the basketball conference, but I mean, like look at Alabama, the hogs have been good for years. I mean, obviously uh, UK has been good for a long, long, long time, but Tennessee looking really good. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of, a lot of SEC teams that are going to go deep into the tourney this year, which is crazy. And looking at the ACC, we've got a Duke, as we we were talking earlier this week, we've got Duke and UNC and neither are ranked. I, so we, I, you know, I should have looked up the stat, but I don't know that that's ever happened in our lifetime. Um, I'm pretty confident. I will say, so shoot me down if I'm wrong, but I don't think that that's happened in the last 30 years that at least one of those two teams has been ranked. So uh, obviously Roy Williams and coach K have retired. And so they've left the programs in the hands of others. Uh, I won't speak for UNC because they're scumbags, but I think Duke's in good hands and they're going to be on the up and up. I really like John Shire. I think he's a guy for the job. Uh, We will see as a first year coaching. Like what do you expect? He's coach K was in the league or coach K was, a coach for Duke for like 700 years. Like, right. of course he's got his shit locked down. So when you learn from the master, you've got a national championship as a player and a coach. And you learned under Krzyzewski, you'll, you'll be fine. He's fine. Duke fans calm down. To answer your question, 1982 
was the last time both teams were unranked. There we go. Okay, well, I'm right, and you pulled a great stat, so look at us. It's like we know what we're doing around here. Yeah. So um, let's move from college basketball into something that we love even more than the March Madness tourney that is coming up, and that is brewskis. And this week, we have fan mail beer that arrived at both your residence and my residence this week. And so I will give you the honors of naming said person and talking about this magnificent beer that we have in front of us. Yeah. Um, first off, I don't know that if you, if you threw that question up to uh, some people close to me, March Madness or beer, I mean, it might be a 50-50 split. I do love freaking March Madness. Uh, but I do love beer as well, and I particularly love this one. So shout out to my boy, Conway. Uh, we've been buds for, I don't know, over a decade now. Uh, at a random Army school that we were there for 30 days, and we've been the closest of friends for forever, it feels like. And uh, just goes to show you, like, the kind of bonds you make when you're, like, in the shit kind of thing. And uh, we've talked about them, you know, a couple of months ago when I went and played congressional with them. Fantastic course, uh, fantastic area. They had fantastic breweries and beers. And so they uh, – I'm cheating on you a little bit, Dave, here. I've had this beer before on draft at congressional's um, tap that they have there. And so – we have none other than the Congressional Lager by Jailbreak. This is a Vienna Lager, 5.5%. And if you know us, we like Vienna Lagers. And this is uh, towards the top of the list for me. Uh, the memories with the beer. I see you sniffing. Has it got a good good nose on it? Yeah, it's got it poured out great. It's a good head on it as well. So... Of a good head. And so, like I said, it's uh, a Vienna lager. No, but seriously, Jailbreak uh, is a, a great brewery in itself. They've got a, a lot of beers that I've tried before when I've been in the D.C. area. Um, so it's really cool that they did kind of this, I won't say can like collab, but, you know, they produced this beer specifically for Congressional Country Club there. And it's got a, a dope ass picture of the clubhouse on it. Um. And then, like I said, you know, it's hard to beat a, uh, a Vienna lager. So I'll let you give your expert notes on it first. Yeah. So um, it's got kind of a, a sweeter smelling nose to it, which is, I guess, more traditional from a Vienna lager. The taste is like it straight out the gates hits you as just almost unfiltered isn't the right word but it's just traditional style like there isn't you're not there's no grapefruit there's no frills this is just straight up we're gonna hit you with you know four ingredients and it's a really good beer it's you know it's got it's a good kind of clear crisp color and taste to it so it's not one that you're gonna want to like shotgun I would say so if people were, but not that you would expect to be shotgunning a lot of beers at congressional. So it, it very much meets that. Oh, kind but of, we did. 
Hey, the rule is if you make a birdie, you got a shotgun a beer. So that's how it works. Yeah. Rule is if but, no one saw it, it didn't happen. So uh, we never got caught. Old heads there never knew we were there. I tell you, when I took my sweatshirt off, though, when they saw those tattoos, they were like, yeah, that dickhead's going to shotgun one on six for sure. And I was like, Haha, <laughs> I'm going to shotgun one on one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really do like this beer. To me, it's it's very balanced. It's got like a, definitely some caramel and roastiness to it. Like you said, it's not crushable, but it's also not like syrup. So it's somewhere in that light to medium body range for me. Um, it's going to finish with with that body but it's going to finish crisp crisp and clean like you said so it's kind of it hits you you know that there's some something to it you get a little caramel on the back note and then it's off my palate again and i'm ready to drink it again so uh light on the hops not you know it's obviously not an ipa um but yeah dude i could drink these all day vienna vienna lagers are the best so yeah so Mad shout out to to Conway, dude. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, please send more. Send singles, send locals, send whatever you got. Uh, but this one is especially awesome to us. This dude is close to the show. He's our he's our insider to anything crazy happening in the the foreign affairs realm of the world that we you know we rarely talk about. But he's our guy, and so now he's uh, going to be one of our beer guys. He is now the second guy to send us stuff. Uh, shout out to Phil who uh, sent us stuff a couple months back. Uh, I kind of like this people sending us beer and we review it. It's pretty good. Anyone out there that legitimately wants to, to share something, you got a, you know, local brewery or your, your fan fave uh, reach out to us on Instagram or something or, or at our Gmail and say, Hey, I want to hook it up and we'll make it happen. Um, And then we'll, we'll do it live on the air and (laughs) Jack and Dave get to drink beer. So. Can't beat that, boys. All right, so you've been hanging around long enough. There is really only one sporting event, kind of two, kind of two. So we also have the Waste Management, which is like the people's golf event yeah. of the year. Which we should be at right now. We should be at, but I have. Work requirements. You have work requirements. That was, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Once we're live and we've got a million and a half followers and we're going to be live from the course and Sir Nick Faldo is going to be on and we're talking to him. Anyways, so waking up from that dream. All right. <laughs> uh, we do have the waste management, which is this weekend, which is, I think, like the people's golf event, right? 100%. It is absolute from what i have heard debauchery from top to bottom it's like the kentucky derby infield uh during most of the event uh and they do play some golf also so it'll be that'll be good uh arizona knocking it out of the park they've got both the super bowl and the waste management on the same weekend dude there's a there's a lot to be said about arizona so i've been told i don't remember going there as an adult i don't think um but you've been there you've got you know some family out that way and and you speak highly of it uh i don't know that the it's really hot but it's dry heat is going to work for me yeah that being said i live in freaking arkansas so here it's like oh it's not dry heat you just got out of a swimming pool and it's 156 so i'm sure arizona is better 
uh, heat wise, but still hot as hell, boy. Yeah, it's it is. There is a really pretty parts of Arizona, and then there's the desert, and that is not one of the really pretty parts of Arizona. So you gotta you gotta pick and find it. Phoenix is not like one of those parts. It's it's dry, hot, and there's not shit to see. So why is there uh, so many people that live there? Because when it's not in the dead middle of summer, it's actually pretty like it's enjoyable to be like in the 60s during the during the dead of winter and playing golf. And Tucson is is really beautiful. Then you can go up. Arizona's got a lot more to offer than a lot of people give them credit for. So shout out to Arizona. Uh, we're not sponsored by the state or anything like that, in case anyone was wondering. But not yet. Anyways, that's right. <laughs> That's coming right after we hit 1.5 million followers. But no, you said you said a million and a half. I'm curious where the half's coming from. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's coming from your. It's coming from your half. So Super Bowl. Uh, this is obviously where the show is supposed to be about. I think we've yacked on for about an hour already about non-Super Bowl things. So let's dive in. Give uh, opening thoughts, and then you know we'll we'll dive in, hit some stats, and then uh, truck on from there. Yeah, this one is uh, a little puzzling to me that the line, so line uh, right now is sitting at Eagles minus one and a half with the, uh, with the over under sitting at 50 and a half. Uh, on one hand, you look at what the Eagles resume going through the regular season, uh, going through even the playoffs where they have just beat the brakes off of everybody. Uh, number one team at pressuring quarterback in the NFL. Uh, they've got the number two ranked offense as far as, you know, uh, as far as efficiency. So only getting a, a, a point and a hook, but on the other side of the ball, you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, uh, the Chiefs are the number one ranked offense in the league, and not it's not even close. So uh, it, this one is going to be a very intriguing matchup, and the, the Chiefs boast a pretty good defense themselves. So obviously, I think the universe picked right with these two teams, although I would have liked to have seen uh, two other teams there because their fan bases between the Chiefs and the Eagles are probably some of the most annoying fans in the NFL. But we got what we got. Yeah. Is uh so put your tinfoil hats on. Is it the two best teams that are there? Or is it the script? No, I'm just playing. I don't I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in the script, but I will hit you with a stat that's going to blow your mind, and you're going to go, man, are they are they rigging this shit? Is this all just like, am I in a, a, an alternate universe? Am I in a, what's that freaking movie with uh, Inception? Jim Carrey? Nope, no, not that one. Uh, could you imagine uh, if Jim Carrey played in Inception? <laughs> no, uh, Tr the Truman Show. Remember, he's like, they're all watching them and all that shit. Like, it's all like yeah. a simulation, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Some crazy shit, dude. I'm telling you. You ready for this? Okay. Records for the Eagles and the Chiefs. Go. 
14 and three regular season. Uh, so if you include their two playoff yep. wins, that puts them at 16 and three. 16 and three. How many points have they scored this season? Shoot. If I'm setting uh, you up, they're the same, right? 546 points for both freaking teams. They have the same record and the same amount of points. This isn't like, I don't know. This isn't like basketball where you can have like ones and twos. Like this is, this is football. We have touchdowns and 546 points and wow. the same record. It's like, uh, I, I don't crazy. know. When I, when I saw this, I was like, nah, this no can't be right. Remove tinfoil hat, carry on. I don't know, dude. That's, that's pretty wild. Um, my inner Kyrie yeah, I, Irving is coming out right now. I, dude, not the I know. not the uh, anti-Semitic part, the just like believing in like wild shit, like the Earth is flat and birds aren't real part. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I mean, crazy stat. Uh. I think this will be a crazy game. I I agree with what you have said. My question to you is, what do you think, or who do you think is going to be the biggest difference maker for this game? The obvious answer is the quarterbacks. You've got two studly quarterbacks with. Uh, Mahomes and Hurts, but overall, looking at everything, what is the single thing? Maybe if you're a coach or something and you're like honing in on this, this will win me a Super Bowl. I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. So this is going to be deep, right? So we told the, we told the fans we were going to get in the nitty gritty here because you gotta, you gotta show it all, right? You gotta show it all like Tom Brady and his undies. You just, you gotta show it all. In your in the final football game, uh, but this is going to come down to the Eagles' defense. So they pressure the quarterback. They are they have as I said earlier, they pressure the quarterback most out of any team in the NFL. Um, they also are the best team defending tight ends. As we know, when Tyreek left for Miami, the Chiefs offense runs through Travis Kelsey. Um, And the Chiefs, by and large, throw the ball underneath, right? They throw the ball underneath the coverage. They throw short check downs, and they just kind of dink and dunk their way down the field because they don't really have that tear the top off the defense type uh, players necessarily. So, in one hand, that helps them against the Eagles' defense because the ball is going to get out of Mahomes' hand quickly. I completely agree with this and where you're going, and we're I think we're synced up. I Patrick Mahomes is a checkdown king, dude. Th- especially this year, like he is he is on point with that. So, fire. The question is, can the dink and dunk down the field? They have the number one most efficient offense in the league, but if they're forced to pass and if they're forced to, to come from behind, are they? can they afford to do that? And on the top of that, if the Eagles are able to defend their a tight end like they have all season and they've gone up against some of the best ones, they've gone up against Kittle, they've gone up against like some of the best tight ends in the league this year, they have not allowed a tight end to get over 70 yards. So the battle to me is against Travis Kelsey and the Eagles defense. Who's going to win based on that will be who wins this game. 
That is deep. I really like that. So you put a whole season of stats that says no tight end has done shit against us versus most would agree the best tight end in the league. Right. Who frequently averages a hundred yards or four freaking touchdowns, et cetera. Oh, I like that. Uh, who do you take there? Just between those two, that defense, that tight end. If I'm just saying, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think I've made up my mind. I'm leaning Eagles because I think they have the team around them to force the ball to go to somebody else other than Travis Kelsey, force Juju Smith-Schuster, force the other receivers to make up for that loss in production. But I don't know. I'm not convinced that Kansas City's offense will be able to do it. And maybe not. They'll figure it out. But will it be when they're down by 10 points or 14 points? And then they really got to figure it out. And then the heat's on. I, I, I'm just, my leaning is Eagles and that and that matchup. We saw that against uh, Cincinnati and the Bills. When you're down. Yeah against two teams that are very good football programs, it's hard to close that gap. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I agree. If they get down quick, that is troublesome for them. I'll give you two stats that I thought were interesting uh, to kind of support your claim here. Uh, to me, a big potential difference maker is going to be A.J. Brown. So mm -hmm. no team – you talked about um, the Chiefs' defense and how they are pretty damn good. No team in the league – runs more press coverage than the Chiefs, all right? The number one receiver in press coverage is A.J. Brown. Yeah, so and, he's built like a brick it, shit house. Yeah, and so, so that matchup is also a good dichotomy there where you're going to see how's that defense going to stand up against a guy who makes it happen in that situation. And then the other one that kind of supports the claim of uh, the Eagles here is um, – Jordan Malata. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, if you've listened to any shows, I butcher freaking names. I can say crazy medical words, but like names are tough for me. Oregon. Oregon and Malata and yeah. that coach from Kansas. Yeah. Lance Leupold. Um, <laughs> so if you look at the stats on old Jordan here, he's only allowed one pressure and 57 pass sets. Wow. That could be a huge, yes, huge difference maker there. Now, I'll say both of those stats to support the Eagles' claim, and then I will say that I think the Chiefs win. I think that the Eagles have a damn good team, and I really, really like Jalen Hurts, and I really hate their fan base, but I think they're a good team. Obviously, they're going to the freaking Super Bowl, that guy tracking. Um, but I think the Chiefs are going to be the Super Bowl champions. I think you put the ball in the hands in the hands of Patrick Mahomes. He's going to get it done. The dude is yeah. I, I, arguably the best player in the National Football League right now. His athleticism, his brain, his ability to get shit done when it has to get done. And he still does have weapons. Yes, he does not have Cheetah. Yes, Look at how they have changed this season to still get to the Super Bowl without their their best receiver 
They found ways to get it done. Uh, and I think his desire to win is going to take the day. So super interesting to see that they're not favored here. I, I get why, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw some money on the chiefs here. Well, uh, Mahomes' record as a dog in his career. So he's only been a dog nine times in his career, which shows you uh, just how good he is. Uh, he's seven, one, and one in his career with six and three records straight up. Uh, now, I, I do want to make a mention of, you know, that you can't sleep on the Chiefs' defense either. The number Chris Jones in the middle, number one interior pressure defense that's out there. Now they they have a lot of weaknesses. That's in the secondary. Don't have a great linebacking core like uh, the Eagles do. They're not great in the red zone as a red zone defense. But you know they they definitely have the talent to get after the quarterback, and they also blitz a lot. So Steve Spagnolia. Old Spags likes to dial it up, so we shall see. It'll be a intriguing matchup, but as with any Super Bowl, right, the matchup and the Super Bowl is part of it, the part of the grandeur of the event, right? But some of the more fun pieces are prop bets. So we haven't talked a ton about player props. We've hit some here and there, but. Big Rich was high on him. He's a prop true. king. Yep. That's true. But the Super Bowl is the time where you can dig down into the absolute underworld of the internet and find some crazy prop bets out there. So I want to run through a couple normal ones that I think are interesting. Uh, and then we can go on to some more crazy ones and uh, – we can see how Dak, how you and I would go uh, on these prop bets. And he hasn't gotten to see these up front, so I got a little bit of an advantage. So first off, and we already talked about it, Travis Kelsey right now uh, on yards gained is 80 and a half is the line. Lock, lock, over, lock. But understanding that the Eagles haven't let a tight end get more than 70 yards but kelsey has gotten that stat he has hit the over in four of the last five games getting another tight end oh go ahead no i mean we'll talk like our unforgivable lock of the week um and this is mine there is no chance travis kelsey is under 80 and a half Okay. Lock that shit in and bet whatever is in your account. Like not your bank account. Not your bank account. Yes. If there was a all of the units, if there was a bet that I am gonna put my uh my gambling reputation on, bet this over. I like it. I mean, it's uh, it's a high total, right, for a tight end, 80 and a half yards. But as we've known, the offense completely runs through Kelsey. He's had the most targets he's ever had in his career, most receptions he's ever had in his career. It's also his looking at it. This is the least, like, deep passes he's ever caught. But you never know. I'm going to go on the flip side. 
Dallas Goddard. Anytime touchdown score, you're getting a plus 175 right now on most sports books. Yep. He is ranked number two you know, for tight ends in adjusted value, meaning they adjust for strength of schedule and matchup and all that kind of stuff. Ranked number two out of tight ends for scoring. Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown, uh, he has scored, I believe, in the last three games. I really love this, actually, I, and I didn't see this as a bet. Uh, and to your point, you were talking about how the Chiefs aren't great in the red zone and where do teams like to go when they're, you know, within the 10 or the 5. They're going to run some kind of slant off to a tight end. Specifically, the Eagles like to target Dallas Goddard in this situation. I, dude, that is a – if I had to make a lock to put my reputation on. That's right. <laughs> No, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet both of these. I I like both of these a lot. Okay, I'll hit you with another one. This is the last normal prop bet that I have on the sheet for me. Jalen Hurts rushing touchdown. Uh, right now it's at minus one seventeen, so a little bit more than normal. Uh, so he has rushed for a touchdown in seven of the last nine games, and he is. Rushed for a touchdown 11 times this season. So going back to your point, Chiefs not great in the, the, in the red zone. The Eagles don't wait till third and fourth down to run a sneak. They love to just have him pull dude squats like I was just going to say five. Like those legs cannot just stop training. That. Like yep. that guy's got to find the end zone. So. You, maybe you parlay these three, uh, Kelsey, Goddard, and Hertz, and you're going to come up with a pretty good number there. I don't hate that at all as a parlay. I think that's very reasonable. Um, I will say be careful of betting. You know, where's this game going to go? I, I tend to trend with I see big names. I see the big lights. I see the stage of the Super Bowl. They're going to score 5,000 points. But both of these teams tend to – hit the under, right? Uh, it's at 50 and a half, which is higher than, you know, the Chiefs, we talked about their stats at never scoring over 30 at home games, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they tend to be lower scoring games for the offenses that they have. So careful with parlaying too many things that are going to be touchdowns, et cetera. But, I mean, I think that's very reasonable to tie together. Yeah. Um. Are you ready to get into some? I can't wait. Ready to get into some crazy prop bets here. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you this. I once bet on uh, who was going to be the future Pope. Uh, I did not win, but there's some crazy shit out there that you can bet on, dude. Maybe yeah. that says something about my uh, <laughs> <laughs> my betting, but let's okay. hear it. lay it on it. All right. So uh, there will be a, will there be a forgotten word? In the national anthem. Ooh. Yes, gets you plus 500 odds. No, gets you minus 900. The singer for the national anthem is one of your favorite artists, Chris Stapleton. Zero chance. Bet the house, minus 900, won't pay shit. Bet 2,000, win five cents. Yes. That's called a win. I did not know Stapleton was singing that. That's going to be fire, dude. That's good. I could like, 
literally the the hairs on my arm just stood up thinking about him singing the national anthem. That is so sick. Good for right. you, Super Bowl and NFL. All right, next we have MVP of the Super Bowl in the MVP speech. First person thanked. So I've got a, 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 a <laughs> I've got a this I've got a list of things. So uh, coming in as the odds favorite is teammates. Um, God coming in at number two, which I think don't don't sleep on God here. I think God at plus one thirty five. That's not a bad bet. Not at all. Uh, the city. So if you're an Eagles, Kansas City, the Chiefs don't really care about Kansas City. But if you're an Eagles fan, don't sleep on the city either. That's that's coming in at plus one thousand. Family or family members plus fourteen hundred. Coach no plus way eighteen hundred. Yeah, fourteen hundred for family. Yeah, like like home yeah. queen's gonna. But the first person thanked. But first person. Not oh, okay. in the okay. speech. Touché. The, Touché. the mm. first thing that comes out of his mouth. That's why I think God, you can't sleep on God. They love, first I want to thank God. See, and then check, plus 135. Then the final I, I, thing is the, the owner is plus 3,500, which no one's going to thank the owner. No. But doesn't mention any of the above, plus 180. Hmm. This is very interesting. I like this a lot. Uh, I... I wonder how they're going to phrase that though, because you could, could you get up there and, you know, Philadelphia wins and they go, you know, Philadelphia. And like, they raise the crowd up. Like, is that a thanks? Like what the term, like, do you have to say like, thank you Philadelphia for your support? You know, like what constitutes a thank you? That's a great question. I I would assume that it's going to be like, if you get up there and be like first, and then whatever word comes after first, yes. then then that's going to be what it is. That's why I think God here. God's I'm the play there. here. That's right. Yep. I think that is very reasonable. Yep. Uh, uh, teammates teammates will happen. Yep. Family will happen. City will probably happen. But I, I agree with you. I think in the moment. And now, if, you, if, you're, if you're betting this and you're like diving deep, like you're looking up like, statistics on who will most likely be MVP. So you're seeing like religious background. Exactly. How religious is Jalen Hurts or how religious is Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. That's That's deep. That's That's a great bet. Okay. Okay. All right. What's next? All right. Next one is, will a kick hit the upright? Oh. Yes. If you're mayor. Yes. Yeah. Will a kick hit the net? would be a, a tough bet for mayor. Uh, yes is plus 135. No is minus 600. Both teams have really good kickers, albeit that the Chiefs kicker has struggled somewhat in the playoffs. Um, next one, and I love this one, Super Bowl Gatorade bath color. So Always. this is the first Gatorade bath that is poured on the coach. Uh, coming in, what would you guess is the favorite color coming in? Uh, lime green or orange? Yep, orange. Like and, OG, OG colors. Yep, yep. Uh, clear or water coming in at plus 120. Here you're going to no have chance. to look at if the Chiefs win, there's no way in hell that there's anything that's water-related 
that's on that sidelines with how huge their coach is. So I think that one's out. Dude, I, I saw a thing about Andy Reid the other day, and he was talking about like his stamina or speed or something. And he's like, I move for a move for a chubby guy. I look if you don't like Andy Reid, then I don't know what you're doing watching football or listening to this podcast. He's, he's a he's a dude. Um, so I have in my mind, if I'm like setting things up or I'm the, you know the lackey that's making the Gatorade and putting it out there, like. To me, it makes sense to do the color of your team, right? Chiefs win, like red Red is dumped okay, 100 times yeah. out of 100. But I've seen that fail so many times. So I, I'm, I've always been curious, is it just like, oh, what freaking pack are we pulling out today? Or some dude, you know, Patrick Mahomes is like, I only throw touchdowns with lemon lime. You know, like what, <laughs> con- like what is right. making that choice? Um, so I'm going to say just because of, past experiences i'm not taking red uh i assume red's pretty high even though it is one of the plus plus 600 plus 600 what what has the what has the worst odds purple plus 800 oh i like some i I like some purple little force okay now what what are you betting on here honestly I'm going clear. I'm going clear. I think mm. that's, I know that's kind of boring, but I've seen yeah. that it, it, in my memory, it just what seems to pop up. I've seen a couple of Gatorade baths recently, like in the college football playoff where the, the Gatorade bath was clear. And I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, so for whatever reason, recency bias, I'm going to say gate, I'm going to say clear. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go lemon lime. Yeah. Decent, I, decent numbers there. Plus what? Two plus two ten. Plus two ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. Dude, that's fun. If you don't, if you don't just, you know, throw two dollars on that for shits and gigs, I don't know. Just that's, so you could be like do this. Exactly. Like the 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 game ends and you're like, come on, motherfucker. Come on. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, yellow, son of a bitch. Like, yep. yeah. Now, if you're smart, going back to your point. If you're the dude on the sidelines, um, you 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 know you're you're like tendon. You're the you're the water boy. Uh, you might Gatorade. like exactly. You throw a couple a couple of paychecks on that thing, and then if you win, you tell old boy like, no, grab this one, grab this one. So you know it's because <laughs> you know it's purple, and you're gonna. Or if he's just like some sadistic son of a bitch, he mitches like three colors together. Some bitch <laughs> comes out like poop brown. It's like, ah, I got you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next, uh, do you know who is playing the halftime show? Hmm, not 50 Cent Eminem and, and uh, the best halftime show of all time. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's going to, it is a tough, it is going to be a tough act to follow. But Rihanna is playing the halftime show here. Yeah, she she'll do good. She's a classic. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't have like, uh, you know, like coming after obviously last year's, which was just top notch, like the best that halftime show you ever seen. You couldn't have like Sting or some like super white person like you band too. coming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, all right, everybody. Let's pray for the poor people. <laughs> and then here comes you too. Uh, 
Yeah. So yeah, good on him. Agree. Being smart. Hey, we need some power. We need some, you know, some vocal talent. Let's get Rihanna in there. Halftime show over under nine and a half minutes. What are you going? Anecdotally, without any statistics to support it, I'm going to say over. But yeah, I, I, I know, agree. That's an easy thing to look up uh, and probably see like the median average of what a halftime show is. But I feel like they're usually longer than that. No, I think so, too. And then maybe, maybe you're looking at like how long are her songs? Has she released her playlist? Like what she's going to sing or something like that. And you're like timing them out. Like, yeah. Yeah. This okay. one's this one's hilarious. How many TikToks will Jackson Mahomes post during the Super Bowl? Regular, not overtime. So during the regular 60 minutes, how many TikToks? Over 1.5 <laughs> TikToks get you plus 145 odds. I I will defer here because I don't uh I don't dive into that TikTok realm, you know. And I yeah. Honestly, can say, and I'm proud of this, that I've never seen a Jackson Mahomes uh, TikTok video. So I'll defer to you. That's your world. Yeah, you and me both. So we'll defer to the twins or somebody else out there that uh, is all over the ticky talky world. Uh, I do think it's pretty <laughs> so hilarious funny. that that there is a betting line for how many yeah. TikToks he will re- release. And this is this is the last one I have. How many times will the Kelsey brothers playing each other be mentioned by the broadcasters? So a hundred over 1.5 times gets you minus three twenty. under 1.5 gets you plus two thirty. You pound the over here. Yes. You pound the over. There's no way that they go under that. I completely agree. Yeah. We're not, uh, we're not offering great odds tonight, but we are offering great locks. That is one that you'd send to the house. Now, you don't have Chris Collinsworth saying, now here is a guy like 500 times, because otherwise it would probably be a betting line for how many times will Chris Collinsworth say, here's a guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so also uh, that's an interesting point that Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart getting the nod here. Honestly, just shout out to my boy. Herbie deserved this. Herb Street deserved to call a Super Bowl after the the body of work that he's done this year covering the NFL and college football. He deserved a Super Bowl, and I think it's bullshit he didn't get one. Can we can we make a point clear here that Herbie is my boy? Uh you do not get to claim that. Kirk Herb Street is my guy. And for all the shit that he gets, I deflect it because I I freaking love him as a play caller. I completely agree. That would have been that would have been the play. That would have been a, a phenomenal addition to the Super Bowl. Um, I I agree. I think it's odd that Olsen got the nod, but uh, I wonder if there's something like contractually with Amazon or something like that they wouldn't let the Street do it. Yeah, um, yeah. That makes but, sense because Fox you know, has the uh, – they are the ones that got the Super Bowl. So, oh, Over yeah. two? Like, what? there's no way in hell that that doesn't happen in the first quarter alone. You know? Like, I mean, this is the first time ever that two brothers have played in the Super Bowl. We've had two brothers coach a Super Bowl. Correct. But first time that a mother has had two players on the field in a Super Bowl. That's – I mean, 
I might would take money at like four, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. You know how the announcers are, especially for two dynamic players like the Kelsey brothers. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is going to get mentioned a lot. But, you know, Jason, they have they do a podcast every week together. So, you and know, it's, and it's phenomenal. Shout out to them. Uh, and, and honestly, in recent recent news of them playing in the Super Bowl, like they brought their mom on and like, which which kid do you love more? Like hilarious videos and i'm all about it so yeah shout out to the kelsey brothers i yeah you know, i'm team jason here i think he's a dude uh i would like to drink a beer with that guy so yeah well you know normally these episodes can go on for days on end we try to keep it so that you could as long so that you could your entire commute from monday through friday you can listen to us for the entire week but this one's a little bit shorter uh, because we only have one football game to talk about. So next week's going to be a real barn burner when we have zero football games to talk about. We'll figure something out between golf, hockey. Dave, Dave's going to start to a hockey game. Yeah. But, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about hockey. We're going to save it. I got so much shit to talk about. Uh, I've been watching games, you know, nearly every night. But right now the focus is Super Bowl. And I think it's going to be a really good one. And I can't wait to see how much money we lose on these stupid ass bets that you brought up. So, so sometimes life could be a real turd, you know, a real son of a bitch. That's just no fun. But when that happens, sometimes life likes to double down and you're like, Oh, you thought it was bad. Well, how about this? When that happens, take life like Giselle, old Tom Brady's ex takes it. Whip those old sweater puppies out. Just let the world know that you are undefeated no matter what, Tom Brady, and his undies show that you can go out and do whatever you need. She's still owning it. Props to her. Uh, Yeah, Tom can make $300 at Fox, but I bet there's a... Uh, more photos of her going to be taken in the in the coming years than there is a Tom. So, which we won't we won't dive into that. It's kind of crazy to me that Tom did one year after all the shit that he's had off field. But uh, yeah, good good for her. Good for you right. know. I I just want like a, a hundredth of a percent of what she's probably made this week. So, yeah, that's right. Pay for the house. Yeah. All right, dude. Well. Well, that's a wrap. We'll see you after uh, the Super Bowl, and we'll we'll wrap up the Super Bowl, give our thoughts on that, and we're diving into uh, non-football sports, which I'm honestly excited about. And then we start yeah. the clock again for preseason football again. So There you go. All right. It's been fun. Yep. Thanks for joining. We'll see you soon. Later, bro. Peace.